Hey, stupid nerds, to download the uh, Boogie Monster with, with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone so you can find out uh, what happened to Frankenstein and the Wolfman and all that fictional stuff that never happened. And don't pay attention to World War II or the American flag or important things. The Boogie Monster. Podcasting the Unknown. And we're rolling again. We're rolling again because I fucking beefed it. (laughs) Eh. Man. It's all right, buddy. I thought I was getting tech savvy. Let's use GarageBand to record it. Let's. Yeah. 15 minutes. We're only a few minutes in. Podcast gold it was, Dave. (laughs) 15 minutes of gold gone forever. What did we cover? We covered, I saw the movie Green Inferno. Don't watch it unless you Mm -hmm. like uh, super gross type stuff. Uh Uh-huh. We uh, somehow went to a, got into the fact that you watch Beetlejuice and uh, Jeffrey Jones is a pedophile and worked after the fact. Yeah, that's right. Worked after they caught him with child porn. Worked. Uh, what, what, so that happened in '02, and then he got uh, then he got hired or cast in uh, Deadwood right after that. Yeah, he was working after his arrest for that, so he realized that maybe Hollywood is filled with. Uh, Pedophile cannibals and a joke that won't mm-hmm. be funny now, but I said they're like Native Americans. They do use the whole child. <laughs> they eat them. They eat them and have sex with them. So that's at least resourceful. Yeah, yeah. If nothing else, uh, you went or to a drive-in fun- movie. It was a funnier joke. It was a funnier joke originally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Dave. Sorry. I'm that's sorry. all right, buddy. Uh, we're talking about you went to a drive-in movie. That's cool. I've never so, been to one. I'm jealous. Me, me and Sean Jordan, we saw American Werewolf in London at the drive-in theater. One of my favorite Halloween movies. We're talking about Halloween movies, getting in the mood. You mm-hmm. watched uh, Werewolf Bikers. What's it called? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Werewolves on Wheels, 1972 uh, B-horror flick. Uh, real piece of garbage, but uh, entertaining. It makes sense that a bike gang, like they already got, like, I feel like werewolves are always wearing denim vests. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, it's a bit of a lateral wearing, move. Yeah, bike gangs are wearing denim vests, and they don't shave a lot. They don't like groom, so that yeah. makes that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Oh, we were talking about. Uh, I watched that thing on Netflix. Uh, Amer- I think it's called American Murder. I think it's called American Murder. Oh yeah, you were um, breaking that one down for me. Real good. Uh, not a not a docu series. Just just a one one shot documentary. Ninety minutes in and out. A lot of twists and turns, a lot of holy shit. Uh, the setup, pretty pretty basic setup. Uh, All-American family, husband, wife, two kids, nice home, both employed, everything seems normal. Uh, wife and two kids go missing, turns into a whodunit, and uh, yeah, a couple of really good holy shit moments in that one. Highly recommend that one. <clears throat> I wonder if they ever say that in the police department, like in the actual like detectives, like, we got a real whodunit. <laughs> like, whoa chief this is a triple homicide real head scratcher guys <laughs> but yeah so we, you know we didn't it, it wasn't necessarily 15 minutes of uh of gold yeah, per se but it, but it was but, us our, it was our it was our classic rapport yeah it was our witty banter <laughs> it was all the bullshit we do before we get into the topic that we talk about for 12 minutes yeah I made well, chili what else last going night. On? We want to talk about Ooh. for a while about that. I made, I just. Yes. Talk instant, to me. 
let, don't get sad with me, but Instant Pot, no. just use the first okay. recipe for for some veggie chili. But it was uh, real basic, but I was yeah. it turned out okay, even though I, I wasn't sure that I set the Instant Pot correctly. I forgot to press one of the, like, the pressure buttons down. I almost like Boston Marathon the whole kitchen, but oh. unfortunately, we... <laughs> We've grown at that joke. I already talked about the kid fucking cannibals. The kid fucking the kid fucking cannibals was my favorite '80s band. That song she drives me crazy. Remember that band came out um, and everybody's like, "Why does he sing like that?" And everybody's like, "I don't really care. It's a, it's a fun song." Yeah, yeah, I did. I did like that song. Hitting those high notes. Yeah, I just had a real wild voice. I like, I like, mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, it was just like lentils and beans and a bunch of vegetables, like a bunch of you know onions, bell peppers, poblano peppers, can of beer. Okay, okay. Did you, did chili you, powder. Did you roast those veggies first, or just throw them in raw? I put them. They, they, well, the instant pot has a sauté setting, which doesn't make sense because there was a lot of vegetable in there that I just put in with. I'm this is where I get I screw up cooking. So like one oh. tablespoon of oil. Mm-hmm. And it was like five cups of vegetables when I was done. One big onion diced, two bell mm-hmm. peppers diced, and three poblano. Poblano peppers are mm-hmm. like elf shoes. They're big. Yeah, yeah, they're they're big, big goofy ones. Yeah, I love three them, of those. And so that yeah. was a big time so with a one tablespoon. But I'm like, all right, you know, Rachel was right. She's like, don't hot rod it yet. Just make it by the book so you know what you're doing. And then you can uh-huh. tweak it on the next time around. Okay. So uh, I did that. Just put it in there. It took 40 minutes. And uh, she made some cornbread. It's real good. It's rainy up here now, Dave. It's rainy and cold. Dude. We got old Helen to oh. sleep in the garage finally. <laughs> How's she doing? Old fucking dirt nap. She got a new name. Call I'm calling her Nell. Nell. It's like, <laughs> like Rachel's point out. She forgot how to meow because she wasn't around people. Oh. And so she's just meowing around us, and it sounds like someone trying to communicate, but it's like this raspy. It sounds like a rusty gate. Oh. So I was like, oh, it's, it sounds like she was raised by other animals, which she was because she's a cat. <laughs> but it's it's fun. But we any got more, her in the garage uh, out of the rain, yeah. Any more raccoon visitors? Nah, once we we can just can't leave the food outside. So, mm-hmm. as much as I'd like to court them and uh, become their friend and leader, it's uh, <laughs> my my allegiance is with uh, old Dirt Nap right now. So yeah, if, if yeah. Dirt Nap's got a problem with them, they gotta go. Yeah, yeah, you gotta have her back. You take care of that cat. Yeah, she's a good one. But yeah, cats, it's been uh, so that that's the news over here. And the chili was good. Had some. I did a little breakfast chili, but. Put a piece of cornbread nice. in a bowl, chili over it, two fried eggs on top of that. Come on. There you go. Ooh, I like that. Layers. Fried eggs on chili, man. Oh, love it. Breakfast chili love is it. a real thing. We t- we talked yeah. about that early on. Mm-hmm. But about putting like breakfast sausages and stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah, that could, that could work. I love uh, a good chili omelet. I always uh, take my leftover chili the next day, make an omelet, and pour that shit all, all over it. Oh, boy. Good times. Uh, speaking of food, dude, I, I've got, I got a sandwich for you. This is something um, that you you may have had, you may not have had, but regardless, I want you to eat more of these. Being the okay. vegetarian that you are, or I guess I like, I like. Techni- I've never had techni- an assignment from you before. Yeah, 
I got an assignment for you. Technically, I guess you're a pescatarian. So okay. you got no problem with the seafood, correct? No. I don't eat the octopuses mo- because they're smart. Okay. The yeah, no. I, I feel you on that one. One of the most underrated sandwiches in the world. Oh, all right. Fried, fried oyster po' boy. Oh, boy. They, they should call it the fried oyster, fried oyster oh, boy. <laughs> I saw you winding uh, up for that one. <laughs> I said getting loose, on, getting loose on the mound for that one, <laughs> dude. Uh, there's a place uh, two blocks from my house called the Crab Shack, and uh, dude, they have a fried oyster po' boy. And I, dude, I mean, I felt like I was in New Orleans, like fried oysters to begin like with. One of one of the throw up on your shoes. <laughs> one of the greatest. Uh, pieces of seafood ever is a, is a good fried oyster, and you throw that sucker on a nice French roll with some mayo and some lettuce, tomato, maybe a little onion and pickle. Oh, dude! Like that fried oyster. Oh my god, dude! You do you like raw oysters? You down with I'll, that? I gotta be in the mood. Mm-hmm. It's like butt stuff. I gotta, you know, everything's gonna line up. <laughs> Everything's got to line up, and then all of a sudden, you're just, it's the evening, you're like, you know what I feel like tonight? And it's like, oh, some oysters. Let's go get oysters. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, even more so now. If you've never had one, well, dude. Dave, uh, Dave and I don't know. En- stuff. There it goes. I don't know enough about oysters as far as mm-hmm. where they come from, uh, like what parts of, you know, the ocean, what, you know, Atlantic, Pacific, whatever. But uh, surely uh, up there, you're not far from the uh, ocean there in Portland or, or Beaverton. Uh, dude, you need to seek out a fried oyster po' boy, and then uh, you can thank me later. I mean, it, it's well, magical, dude. It, the, it's, we, it's fr- there's a food cart thing right over here, and I real I went there the other day to get some stuff, and I already ordered my food, but then realized that they had a, a little uh, gumbo shack in the food Ooh. cart area, and they had po' boys. They had, like, shrimp po' boys and everything. I was like, oh, damn, I would have gotten this. Had I not already ordered, I'll be back there soon enough. I'm going to do this, Dave, as a mm-hmm. as an assignment, since you've assigned yeah. this sandwich to me. Mm-hmm. Since I got homework over the weekend, which is eat the sandwich. <laughs> uh, I, will I mean, do it's that. incredible. And, and also, there is a way to tell where oysters came from. My, my cousin, Stephen, who's a total maniac, we were, right before we left L.A., we were down having a good social distance skateboard and roller skate party on the, on the, on the strand over in Santa Monica. And he pointed uh-huh. out the he pointed out the spot where he, uh, snapped his neck surfing and <laughs> almost never walked Ooh. again. Yeah. He's a, he's a gnarly dude. I think he just clicked over 52 or 53. The guy's still just Damn. doing power slides and a long board on the, on the boardwalk in Santa Monica. But he was telling me, sorry, rambling story. That's all right. Follow follow him, the Maresca way on Instagram. He's a personal trainer, and he has these insanely positive uh, training videos. It's good pick me up, and when all the everything else is shit, he was okay. saying you could tell by looking at the shell the way it's shaped, whether it's Atlantic or Pacific. Ah, okay. And he's one of those guys that he may have just been lying to my face for no reason <laughs> about it, but I believe him because he says it with such confidence. Yeah, uh, such swagger. And uh, I was like, oh, that's, yeah, I could tell. But you should go to Connie and Ted's if you make it back up to Los Angeles. That's one of my favorite restaurants in Los Angeles. Connie and Ted's in West Hollywood. Anybody for once, oh, we Kyle's got a, yeah, we went there. You took there. me we, there. 
Yeah. We had a work meeting. We had a work meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. That place Especially great. as a seafood guy now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, right. just so, so underrated, uh, the fried oyster. I, it's, it's everything that people love about raw oysters. They're salty and briny and chewy and gooey. But then Ugh. you add that good fried breading, little Cajun seasoning in that breading, little sometimes a little cornmeal in there. Oh, dude, it, it's crunchy. It's salty. It's chewy. Oh, it's a delight, dude. It is an absolute delight. And I've, I've loved fried oysters forever, but uh, it's just been so long since, I, since I've had a po' boy. Um, that place I always rave about, the breakfast place in Nashville, Big Bad Breakfast, they have a fried oyster scramble. Oh, little tomato I've, gravy I've, on top. Dude, get out of town. Oysters and eggs. Oh. I, I will try it. I'm sure it'll be good. But, but that, like, fried oysters, it always seemed like you ever get, like, fried mushrooms and then mm-hmm. you get them and like the idea cuz like oh I love mushrooms and a fried mushroom but mm-hmm. then like the fr- like the breading it just falls off like a like a scab at the pool you know it just <laughs> just like ugh, it's all just slimy and everything else like it never turns out the way you want it to mhm yeah i think that's probably just poor execution but uh Dude, you get somebody who knows how to do some fried oysters. Oh, I'm getting all horned up here for oysters, man. Sorry. Oh, horny for oysters. That's Ugh. what they do. Actually, they do that after you eat them. I yeah, yeah, that's time. true. That's true. I think, oh, what man, do you but, think the reasoning behind that is? That, like, oysters are an aphrodisiac. I think it was just like, well, I already put something weird in my mouth. May as well. <laughs> may as well throw down on a little oral after this. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think oh, that's what God. it is. You're like, I've already got, got something weird going on here. Let's, let's mess Similar around. Similar texture. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what it is. This sense of adventure, oh, so, you know, oh, goes along with it. But yeah, please find you a good uh, oyster po' boy and uh, report back. I, I think you're going to be satisfied, boo. Uh, I will. I, I, you, boo. I, yeah. I will do that. I will accept, <laughs> I will accept this assignment. Mm-hmm. Um, good lord well that's good you, you making anything fun what you got for the end of the episode you got recipe uh i made uh let's see what did i make i made steak tacos last night carne asada uh, or just like a no just i i do a real gringo version i cook uh i cook a nice uh ribeye the way i normally do uh in, in the uh, cast iron skillet and then i slice it real thin let it rest then slice it real thin and I make a nice um, poblano crema. I take uh, a couple of roasted poblano, or a couple of poblano peppers, some garlic, some onions. I roast them in the uh, oven for about an hour at 400. Let them cool. Then I puree those bastards, mix it with a little Mexican crema, and uh, put that on top of the steak taco. A little, uh, little cilantro, a little chopped raw white onion. Oh, boy. Good times. <laughs> so, yeah, did that last night. <clears throat> Let's just open a food truck. Charlie. Shut up, Charlie. Charles, Sorry. young Charles. Young Charles, he's just—he's really acting up lately. He's—he's he's excited about Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> he's Katie. Katie got him a. Uh, he's go. He's gonna. He's gonna be a pumpkin. She got him a little puppy pumpkin uh, costume. So we're gonna break that out. How does that work? Does I don't know. Fun? I don't know if he's gonna stay on, but uh, we'll see. He's very excited. What's All yeah? Right. What's the he's plan for Halloween? Home. You gonna yeah. do trick or treat candy? Um, well, 
I think I think no one's trick or treating this year. Is that correct? Is that a state thing, city thing, national thing? What, up, what's going up on here? They're saying they're probably going to be trick or treaters. Oh, really? I, I, I must it. must be a LA thing because it's been on the local news. I think that there's no trick or treating. So yeah. uh, we we have broke out the decorations though. We got this uh, big front window uh, that Katie started to decorate with some lights yeah, yeah. and a little signage and uh, yeah, having fun, man. The neighbors, uh, the neighbor little kids decorated our door. So. Uh, Dude, we're oh, leaning into fun. it, man. Yeah, put little uh, little uh, paper bats all over the front door, and uh, let the neighbor kids trick or treat. If nobody else, let them trick or treat, but just get them like full size everything. Yeah, I'm just, just gonna make them. people. <laughs> I'm gonna make hamburgers and hot dogs and those out. Yeah, just a full yeah wrap, <laughs> just fully wrap. Eat it now. Go on, eat it now. It's gonna, not gonna be good when it's cold. <laughs> oh, that would be a good idea. Wrap it in foil. Little double cheeseburger. Here you go, buddy. One I'm for trick you. Trick or treat. Guy gave me a fried oyster sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not giving those out. Those are for me. Oh man, good times, buddy. Anything else going on? You getting all settled in up there? How's the how's the remodeling or whatever going? Well, I mean, as we discussed off air. You know some uh, some real X factors when it comes to uh, dealing with uh, contractors and construction types. Oh Palmer's yeah, been here three times. So put the I told last week put the sinks in the wrong bathroom. Then one of the sinks started falling off the wall, so we had to come back do that. We got up at uh, seven thirty a.m. Saturday to move all the furniture because the guys was going to come to do it. Uh, baseboards. I didn't do baseboards. Would be the uh, the fucking Sis- Sisyphean, Sis- you know what I'm saying? The hill that's yeah, I hard gotcha. to climb. Mm-hmm. These fucking baseboards, man! I tell you, what's wrong with the baseboards? They were putting new baseboards in. You gotta get baseboards, but you gotta paint the baseboards, and they gotta put them in, and then you gotta move all the furniture. So we put all the furniture in the middle of all the bedrooms, hung over at seven thirty, waiting for this guy to get her eight o'clock. He no shows. Mm. Now the contractor's like, hey, he's showing up today. I'm like, how about asking if we got time today? Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's uh, uh, you know, it's a little uh, two steps forward, one step back kind of progress. But uh, Rachel's holding strong. She's the boss of the operations here. I'm just manual labor when it comes down to it. So she's got she's got more resolve and more patience with this than I do. I'd be like, I'd fire well, these five. I'm like, I'm all hot tempered. She's like, well, that's why you're not in charge of it. Well, good call. Yeah. Unfortunately, you run into that sometimes uh, in the construction world. A uh, lot, of, lot of those guys are self-employed, you know, running their own crew, running their own little operation there, and that's fun. And, and that yeah. can be uh, re- rewarding. The problem you run into is some of them just, uh, they don't really have any consideration for other people's schedule. When I was landscaping, I got so many customers uh, just because they were like, yeah, the last guy just stopped showing up. No call, no show, no nothing. And I'm just thinking, if you're trying to run a business, like at the very least, you can communicate with your customers. Like, you know, whether or not you're worth a shit at your trade is, is a whole nother can of worms. Yeah. But at the very least, you can communicate and show up when you say you're going to show up. I mean, seriously, I had dozens and dozens of new customers who are like, yeah, last guy just, just stopped showing up. I'm like... What you just you don't want money? You don't want those those gigs anymore? I, I never understood that, but I think you run into a lot of that with 
construction people, people being their own boss and stuff, and just, meh, I'll just show up when I want to. Yeah, I think it's also, you know, that there's no real uh, hurdles to entering the field, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. So, I mean, I shit, I did grunt work for a dude that I went to high school with. He's like, yeah, I do heating and air conditioning. I'm like, oh, I had no idea. I just, he would come into the gas station I worked at. He's like, you want to make some money this weekend? I'm like, all right. And I just went and was just you know, dragging scrap metal out. But, I, you know, I, I just an idiot. Even that, not like it's a skilled job, but it's like dragging stuff upstairs and bumping it against the wall. Like, you can still mm-hmm. not have common consideration with, you yeah. know. The entry, entry level stuff, and like, yeah, stick around and maybe you'll learn some things. But the entry level stuff, it's a shit. It's a shit deal. Mm-hmm. It's hard work. It's not you know, maybe cash into the tables, the bonus of it. But you got to stick around and want to learn the different skills involved, whether it be drywalling or painting or all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. We got well, this guy's gonna be here and putting these baseboards. Really put the put the finishing touches on the spot. <laughs> I got my little well, spot set up. I'm playing video games. I'm playing guitar. I'm getting my uh, rainy day hobbies back in back in action up here. Good for you, man. You got that backyard rocking. I'm seeing some videos of that. Oh, it's just all wet. We got we're traveling. The big thing is Helen. We got to take care of the, this. Really trying to force some domestication on this stray cat. It's like we're trying like, oh, here's a little <laughs> lean to, a little warm piece of carpet in it, and your food's over here, and it just sits in the rain. Gotta be a real martyr. Just sits in the rain. Like this is how I Aww. live. I'm like, all right, well, that's your choice. You want to be a, Aww. you want to be a goddamn hero <laughs> out there? Go for it. I don't give a shit. Oh, Helen, ain't yeah. got sense enough to get out of the rain. Nope. Mm. Dumber than we thought she was. Y'all getting her any uh any cat toys, any scratch pads, or anything? She doesn't give a shit. She got nature. <laughs> she got tree stumps and fence posts. You get, get her some cats. She's out. She's out there fighting animals. Yeah, those damn raccoons. She's oh yeah. That's like just showing a World War II vet a Nintendo Switch. They don't give a shit. They got, <laughs> they've, they've been they've been around the sun a few times. They don't give. They don't need toys. <laughs> you should at least get her some catnip, though, man. That drives them nuts. They love that shit. I don't know we what's gave, in we it. We gave her a little bit of that, and she was getting a little wild. She gets her own night crazy. She gets mm-hmm. the sun goes down. She gets a little wild, which is which. Coincidentally, mm-hmm. look at that. Look at that segue. Is a bit of what we might be discussing. Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get into it. This is a uh, this is a topic that seemed pretty obvious for the Boogie Monster, but in four years we've never really covered it. Um, and I thought. You know, October, Halloween's a couple weeks away. Let's get into some real classic Halloween stuff. I thought today we'd talk about some werewolves. I know you're a fan. Love a werewolf. Every time I start reading or thinking about werewolves, I always think about your bit on that first album about uh, (laughs) waking up. What waking up naked every once a month or so doesn't mean I was a werewolf the night before. I feel like that. Like everybody's got their good. Like their first bits are like the I'm. I got drunk and did this. Nah, that's you a know, good one, like though, when man. you start comedy, everybody's got the I got drunk <laughs> bits. Of course. 
But yeah, man, werewolves. Um, we talked about, and we may revisit uh, the dog man. I always like I divided up werewolves. I think more mythology and folklore, and then dog men. I think of actual uh, cryptozoology. I think you know. I think those might be real. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that next week. But uh, today, just a little refresher course on werewolves. Um, it's unclear exactly when or where the werewolf legend originated. Uh, some scholars believe that uh, werewolf made its debut in the Epic of Gilgamesh, the oldest known Western prose. You ever read that? The Epic of Gilgamesh? Hey, the oldest Gilgamesh. The oldest known Western prose. I don't. I don't have a date on that, but uh, I'm curious to see how exactly how old it is. Anyway, uh, in that story, Gilgamesh um, uh, jilted a potential lover because she had turned her previous mate into a wolf. So that's the first time it ever appeared in literature. In Greek mythology, uh, werewolves made a, an early appearance in um, the legend of. Uh, I always mispronounce this. Uh, Lycaon. The legend of Lycaon, according to the legend of Lycaon, the son of uh, Pelasgus, angered the god of Zeus when he served him a meal made from the remains of a sacrificed boy. There you go. That's relevant wow. to what we are talking about earlier. Uh, as Jeff, punishment, Jeffrey Jones <laughs> might be a werewolf. <laughs> as punishment, Zeus turned uh, Lycaon and his sons into wolves. So it uh, shows up in Greek mythology. Also, uh, so many different uh, cultures have werewolf lore uh in nordic folklore werewolves uh werewolves that's hard that's a mouthful also emerged uh in in nordic folklore the saga of volsungs tells the story of a father and son who discovered wolf pelts that had the power to turn people into wolves for 10 days i don't know why exactly 10 days but the father-son duo donned the pelts they transformed into wolves and they went on a killing rampage in the forest their rampage ended when father attacked his son causing a lethal wound, the son only survived because a kind raven gave the father a leaf with healing powers. So they show oh, up in Nordic folklore. Sound like they're really making it up at the end there. <laughs> Here's a real weird one. Okay, this is the weirdest uh, oh, one weird. that I've found. Yeah. Uh, in Scottish and Irish folklore, um, they talk about selkies. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. S-E-L-K-I-E-S. Selkies. Creatures who spend their lives in the cold ocean as seals but can change into human form by shedding their pelts. If they do so, they must hide their pelts, for if they are found, they can't change back into seals and must live on land with the fishermen who possess their skin. So that's pretty creepy. Ocean werewolves. Ocean werewolves. Seals are kind of... I've always kind of been afraid of seals. I know that they kind of look cute, but just seals and dolphins... Well, just that rubbery skin has always kind of creeped me out. Like it's they fur. just seem too. No, but they they just seem rubbery. They just seem unnatural. I don't know. <laughs> Seals have always kind of creeped me out. But imagine this is what we, we, not even walruses. Yeah, seals, the little ones, the Seals, fun ones. the little ones. Yeah, they're up to something, man. I don't trust them. The ones that look like puppies. <laughs> All right, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's I, I'm not. I'm not here to mock your fears. I, but I that's like they... so. That's kind of like a mermaid thing. Mm-hmm. But mermen, it's mermen. They're dudes. Oh, mm-hmm. and we we tried to watch a, a mermaid movie the other night. It's a Polish movie called Lure. 
and it was just too weird and too artsy and too much European nudity of a questionable age. I'll, I'll say. Oh, that. really? Ugh. I was like, yeah. Ah, I don't know what's going on with this one. It was like a musical about cannibal murderous uh, mermaids. So by description, I was like, all right, this sounds weird. But we started watching, like, ah, this is pretty dumb. But um, called Lure, L-U-R-E, Lure, Lure. Yeah, I think we saw that. Okay, one. I don't know where it was, but um, I'm more fascinated about the idea of ocean werewolves. Yeah, that's creepy as hell. Wear seals. Mm-hmm. Which is actually you shouldn't wear seals. Lots of people got mad about that. Clubbing. Uh, Club let's the baby see. Seals. Uh, as far as appearance, well, where, God, I can't say werewolf. Werewolves were said in European folklore to bear telltale physical traits, even in their human form. These include the meeting of both eyebrows at the bridge of the nose, curved fingernails, ugh, curved fingernails creep me out too. People who let them grow too long and they start to curve, ugh. Uh, low set ears and a swinging stride. The appearance of a werewolf in its animal form varies from culture to culture, though it's most commonly portrayed as being indistinguishable from ordinary wolves, except for the fact that it has no tail, and it's often larger, and it retains human eyes and voice. Ooh. Werewolf voice. Imagine imagine hearing a werewolf speak to you in some sort of weird voice. Just like those... Think- um, well, we talked about uh, this kind of straying, but... One of the most fascinating topics I, that we have ever done on here, in my opinion, was the Sierra sounds and hearing yeah. those audio recordings of, of supposed Bigfoot voices. Man. I, I wonder think, if this is anything like that. Do you think it's like, what if it's got its regular old, like, <clears throat> human pecker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that I think that's been brought up on the Q and A. Does it have like a dog dick uh, I know or a that human question dog? Exists online. Well, I'm watching the transformation scene in American Werewolf in London, which is mm-hmm. horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the nails growing out and everything. Or in uh, T- Teen Wolf when he transforms there in the bathroom and the nails. Yeah, that <laughs> they should have had a shot of uh, big old dog dong. Bursting through his jeans. Ugh. I mean, I'm sure that's. Uh, I feel. I mean, I, I, I give some credit to pornography for the imagination they employ with some of these. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll be a werewolf, but it'll still have like a dude dick, and you know, it's like Cinderella. Also, too, it's full moon. It's after midnight. I don't know where I'm going with it, but I don't know. I feel like the werewolf's a pretty good explanation of some crazy person out at night attacking folks. Mm-hmm. As far as like, what's the that oh, American World of London? Sorry to keep going back to that as a reference. No, no, but you've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. Just when they're like, "Stay off the moors," that to this day, I don't even know what moors are. I just assume they're like fields next to the roads. Mm-hmm. But we, I, I, I was in England, and we we're in the Midlands in England, and I. The guy driving us around was a buddy of mine, and then we saw like moors, and I'm like, "You got to pull over." Also, somebody give us a joint. We're like, we got to go smoke a joint in the moors. And sat there like with a waist high fog, when fog is just low. Oh. Yeah, 
It's like being in the ocean yeah. at night, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can't I love, like at night when it's foggy. And if I think about that movie, I get, it's one of the movies that stays with me and still creeps me out to this day. Mm. That's good, man. That's good that, uh, as an adult, you, you still can find movies and stories oh, and stuff yeah. that, that creep you out. Yeah. Have a good old fun creep out. You betcha. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some, uh, infamous werewolves throughout history. Um, let's see here. I've got some notes oh, on uh, the, this dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in 1521, Frenchman Pierre Burgot and Michel Verdun allegedly swore allegiance to the devil and claimed to have had uh, an ointment that turned themselves into wolves. After confessing to brutally murdering, murdering several children, they were both burned to death at the stake. So, yeah, mm-hmm. those, those crazy bastards. Uh Got this guy named Giles Garnier. He's known as the Werewolf of Dole. He was another 16th century Frenchman, Frenchman whose whose claim to fame was also an ointment with wolf morphing abilities. According to the legend, as a wolf, he viciously killed children and ate them. That seems to be a reoccurring theme. Uh, he too was burned to death at the stake. Um, let's see, Burgo and Verdun and and Garnier. They were all uh, apparently mentally ill. Um, some people think they may have been acting under the influence of a hallucinogenic substance where uh, simply cold-blooded killers, uh, whether or not they were cold-blooded killers were up for debate. Some people think they were under the influence of uh, something, mushrooms or peyote yeah, or something. You know, <laughs> you know uh, medieval bath salts or something. What, mm-hmm. a, what about well, that's what a, like the Little Red Riding Hood thing, like when that entered the lexicon, and, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, the, creepy clowns and then that everybody's claiming they saw a creepy clown like oh the werewolf that obviously we know little red riding hood but if that's what like crazy people start incorporating into their stories you know i wonder when that uh story first surfaced the little red riding hood we've got because man that's a i'll look that was uh well i guess i mean it's common that fairy tales in general but like that was one of the first stories or, or pieces of literature that I actually remember being that scared the shit out of me. I don't know if I read that on my own or at school or something, but like just the concept of a werewolf dressing up in a little red get up or whatever, like uh, well, that so one. And Hansel and Gretel scared the shit out of me too. The, the thought of that lady uh, putting those kids in the oven. Oh, yeah. that Well, first off, the Little Red Riding Hood is like the opposite of a werewolf. The werewolf is a guy that changes into a wolf, and this is a wolf yeah. dressing up like a lady. <laughs> yeah, that's not very scary, I guess, if you think about it. Which, what a roundabout way to eat a kid. <laughs> um, all you got to do is, uh, you know, just be join Hollywood, and then they'll let you do it. It's a European fairy tale, but... That trace back to the 10th century. So, Jesus. Uh, so from uh, several European folk tales, including one from Italy called The False Grandmother. <laughs> what, what, an, uh, what an official title for a. For a <laughs> that's like, sounds like a Werner Herzog titling fairy tales. Oh, man. <clears throat> The three, um, <coughs> the three swine that uh, construct homes. Um, 
So it's been around for a while, and I wonder if these kind of tales, yeah, like, you know, floated into the common common language and common storytelling of the time. Especially when it's back, they're like, oh, how do we explain mental illness, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting concept, The uh, thinking about mental illness back then. I mean, just like the Salem witch trials and stuff, like anybody that was had anything outside the ordinary in terms of behavior. Oh, they must be a witch. They must be a werewolf. They must be a demon. It's like, no, some yeah, when you had no issues. science and only religion to direct your judgment of the world, it's like, well, you're possessed. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, what did the Bible say? No medical books. What did the Bible say? <laughs> well, he's got the demons. You got the demons, and we got to dunk them in the river till the demons are gone. Now, this is uh, this is the part of werewolves uh, lore that that really gets me. The shape shifting. Some well, legends the maintain Walker stuff. Yeah, some legends uh, say that werewolves shape shift at will due to a curse. Um, other opinions state they transform with the help of uh, some sort of enchanted sash or cloak made of wolf pelts. Still others claim people become wolves after being scratched or bit by a werewolf. So yeah, what's the basic rules? I Sometimes I get uh, vampire rules and werewolf rules uh, confused. So if you get, well, with both, with vampires and werewolves, I get, if you get bit by one, you turn into to one? Get bit by a werewolf, you turn into a werewolf. Same with a vampire. That, that, to the best of my knowledge, yeah, that's like. Mm-hmm. And the werewolf, well, according to American Werewolf in London, you have to, uh, you know, the whole thing is the guy telling him, like, all right, well, now that you are going to be a werewolf, you got to kill yourself. You got to end the bloodline. Um, but yeah, that's like you get scratched. It's like, it's like real. Just infection-based kind of uh, supernatural possession. Mm. So, just, I, I don't know how bad, it, like, if you're a werewolf, it seems like a livable condition. Like a survivable <laughs> condition. Like, oh, you know when the full moon's showing up. We yeah. have lunar calendars. Uh-huh. And you just got to be like, all right, uh, put me in the cage for tonight. <laughs> On to this. Who's you there? Know? I don't know. Put them on. Put them on. Might be my my doc. I went to the doctor today. It was pretty. I oh hate, yeah. I hate writing down comedian for occupation because the guy as soon as he walks in, he's got a bit. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, I saw it's, uh, this girl on the street, and I told her, uh, I want you to be my 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 son. And at first, I'm like, oh, what do you mean? Like, you're your kid? Like, oh, I want you to be the son to me. And by oh, that, geez. I mean stay 22.8 million miles away. Something. It was a social distancing Ugh. joke. And I was like, mm. well, here we go. And I was reading his description in, like, the little bio. And it's like, no, he got his degree from the University of the Cayman Islands or something. I'm like, oh God, I got a regular Dr. Nick from The Simpsons on my hands here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's going through he's got, like it's like you do like and I'm not even I've already done my bits about doctors, but like I filled out like, oh, what drugs do you? I'm like, oh, I promote psilocybin. 
I'm like, I'm not going to write shrooms. And the guy's like, what is that? What is that? Is that shrooms? I'm like, yeah, it's shrooms. He's like, I did that a couple times. I didn't like it. I'm like, you're a bad doctor. Mm. But now nah, he was all right. But anyway, it was just weird. Like, oh, I got jokes. Like, oh, my God. Come on, yeah, man. I hate that so much. Yeah, I'm off the clock. Yeah. No jokes today. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to that full moon thing. That's always... Uh, a big component to uh, werewolf lore. According to a study conducted by Australia's Calvary Matter Newcastle Hospital, a full moon brings out the beast in many humans. The study found that of the 91 violent acute behavior incidents at the hospital between 2008 and 2009, 23% happened during a full moon. So almost a quarter of those happened during a full moon. Uh, patients attacked staff, displayed wolf-like behaviors such as biting, spitting, and scratching. Although many were under the influence of drugs or alcohol at the time, it's unclear why they become intensely violent when the moon was full. Now, I can tell you this. uh, Some people think that that's bullshit, that uh, the full moon uh, doesn't have effect on human behavior. I'll tell you this. When I was a cop, man, uh, we all knew when the full moon was coming because, uh, seriously, like most full moon nights, we were just bumping, just busy, just people going nuts. And whether that's a coincidence or... Or whatever, but uh, seriously, you you ask a cop, uh, most full moon shifts are going to be crazy. I thought they just sorted that out because more people see stuff with a full moon out. <clears throat> I mean, that that's, might be it too. You know, it's easier to, to navigate it at nighttime, but for whatever reason. And, I, you know, I don't know enough about astrology and, and, and how the stars and the moon affect human behavior, but uh, I, I do know that uh, we had some rough nights on full moons. Well, that was, I, I, I told you, I talked myself into that astrology shit through writing a joke about how I thought astrology's dumb, but then it's like, well, if we're 70% water, yeah, then the moon affects the tides, and we're water, what if there is something there? You get a, a whole city worth of people mm-hmm. who are all 70% water. And then you get, some, you know, something moving you. Like, I, I, that, that was the only way I could somehow put science towards astrology. Which is just weird that I came to it from writing a joke. It's like, oh, fuck, all right. That seems like a lot, 70% water. Do you mean, like, they mean by volume? Like, if you hollowed out a human body and filled it up with water, like, it would go 70%, uh, more than halfway? Just be I water? Think the, I think if they, if they ring you out. Huh. Interesting. Well, all your... I mean... It like a lot of water. Well, you, I think Seems about... Like like if you, if, I think if you dry it out... a jiggling. Yeah. Think about... how Well, have you ever made beef jerky? No. I would love to know what the difference is between like the piece of meat, the cut of meat you have originally, mm-hmm. and then when it's jerkified. Well, I finally figured out. I used to complain. I think I had a bit about this, but it was a legit real life complaint about how expensive beef jerky is. And like a pound of Jack Links is like 20 bucks. And I used to say, well, you get a pound. That's the same price as filet mignon, 20 yeah. bucks a pound. But it takes a lot more meat to get that one pound of jerky. So I, yeah, I don't know what the ratio is, but that's like, what I want to translate. 
Yeah. That would answer your question about human being being 70% is that if you were to jerkify mm-hmm. a human being, <laughs> the, theoretically, you don't, you'd only get 30% of the individual. <laughs> jerkify. I, I, you, I, <sighs> what's the verb, you know? What's the verb for... That's a good one. That's it. Dehydrating. Jerkify. Essentially mm-hmm. dehydrating. Yeah, but if you dehydrate, I mean, look at what happens like a slice of fruit or something when you dehydrate it, and yeah. that's just removing all the water. So that made, makes sense that way. Okay. Yeah. It'd be bones and skin, all your organs would just be shriveled little bits. Hmm. Hmm. Let me tell you about uh, Peter the Wild Boy. There's this dude uh, <laughs> back in seventeen seventeen twenty five. There was this dude named Peter the Wild Boy. He was found wandering naked on all fours through a German forest. Many thought he was a werewolf or at least raised by wolves. Peter ate with his hands. He couldn't speak. He was eventually adopted by the courts of King George I and King George II. He lived out his days as their pet. Uh, Research has shown Peter likely had uh, this thing called Pitt Hopkins syndrome, a condition discovered in 1978 that causes a lack of speech, seizures, distinct facial features, difficulty breathing, and intellectual challenges. So uh, that that sounds a lot like um, well, Renee Rondelier that uh, when we we're talking about uh, oh, haunted the big, Savannah, uh, yeah, yeah, the big creep. seven foot four, uh, and he had um, what do they call that? Um, oh yeah, hypertrichosis, uh, rare genetic disorder causing excessive hair growth. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this Peter be- the Wild Boy. I mean, could he just be a just a forest boy who never learned how to talk? Like we were talking on the other episode, though, like the inbred families or something just deep in the mm-hmm. woods, and it's just here's somebody had put up the link to that thing I was the the documentary I was referencing, but you look at those people and they're just they're yeah in inbred inbred like a bunch of pugs, like they got eyes doing the same thing, looking all over the place, and mm-hmm. Yeah, that, you know, that you get, you're living in the woods near you're I mean, you're getting closer to being an animal and you are getting to be a person at that point. Mm-hmm. And you watch like the one guy, like I was saying, all he did was he was barking to communicate. Because that's what he saw animals do. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that when you were talking mm-hmm. about. I think that's a series called uh, Soft Underbelly or something like that. Soft White Underbelly. Uh, somebody and, uh, put it in a Reddit. I don't. I don't know. But uh, mm. yeah, I, I, I'm I'm putting that as to a lot of claims mm-hmm. are just weird wood woods people. Yeah, yeah, it could be that. There's a bunch of medical uh, explanations that uh, that could be responsible for some of this behavior. Not necessarily werewolfism. Uh, one thing uh, is called. I, I'm sure I'm mispronouncing this. Lycanthropy. A rare psychological di- condition that causes oh, yeah. people to believe that they're changing into a wolf or another animal. Uh, food poisoning. They think some of this behavior could be a result <laughs> of food poisoning. Really? Uh, like, yeah. Like I said before, the hypertrichosis is why the, you know some of these people had hair everywhere. That, that could be the reason for that. Uh, halluc- what hallucinations. What rabies. What did you eat? That gave you yeah. that? <laughs> yeah. Another human being? Is that what you got food poisoning from? Is another human? Because I've had food oh. po- food poisoning. Never thought I was becoming a werewolf. 
I was fucking blowing water out my ass like a jet ski. Maybe that was the closest thing I was turning into. Oh, man. Well, this is exciting. I like where I like as, as, as a pure. I, in my opinion, fictional creature, the werewolves. Oh, man, they always. They always creep me out. Well, maybe next week, like I said, we'll get into uh, back into the dog men. And, uh, dude, there's a lot of eyewitnesses who have seen a seven-foot wolf-like creature walking around on two feet. Where? All, all over the place. Dude, yeah, I get, I'll have some good examples for you next week. Oh, Seriously. No, you won't. <laughs> yes, I will. Yes, I will. Dude, there's a lot. I'm not saying it's real, but just like Bigfoot, there's a lot of stories out there of, of seemingly credible like people Bigfoot. who are like, holy shit. There's Seriously, a bunch man. of hillbillies with a big old <laughs> string of bullshit to dangle in front of you. Oh, man. <laughs> this is one that I really, really hope is true, though. Like... I mean, I, I do think that there might be some sort of hybrid canine out there that can that's learned to, to walk on two legs. But uh, that's one thing. But like the concept of a shapeshifter turning into a wolf, dude. Oh, I hope this is real. Well, I think, I mean, they, well, ligers are still pretty similar. Mm hmm. I mean, do you think? There's just some weird hidden horniness in the animal kingdom that's led to the the self-styling Dr. Moreau creations. I mean, it could be like who's to, I mean, there's no telling what type of crossbreeding has gone on in the animal world that we're not even aware of. Yeah, we always want to sit here and be like, <clears throat> "Oh, human beings are the most advanced." Of all the animals, but he's still got a few people every year that get caught like fucking horses. Ugh. Yeah. That's that's something I'll never understand. That's good. You should there's nothing to understand there. It's a, <laughs> what, what is wrong? Someone is what Ill. is going on in your brain where you're like, let's give that a shot. Be still. I, I just just Ugh. danger. Just how dangerous yeah. it is. You're not even mm. supposed to just stand behind a horse, let alone do something mm. like that. Mm. Tempt, tempt it like that. So I don't know what kind of horniness is going on in the animal kingdom to create these creatures. It's plenty. Wow. Hey, there's plenty of pictures of just uh, cats figuring out how to stand on hind legs. Yeah. Follow these Instagrams of animals, but then they'd be like, oh, look at this. Disabled dog with no front arms, and it learned how to walk around on its hind legs. I'm like, gross. I don't know. I don't want to see that. Like, I guess yeah, I don't the dog, but I'm like, nah. But they, I they feel learned like how. What if it's just a? What if it's a deformed wolf that just learned how to adapt? Mm-hmm. I don't like those videos or those dog tricks because I feel like most of those are the product of uh, abuse. Like, yeah. You know, it's just like training circus animals. You just just mistreat them and beat the hell out of them yeah. until they do what they want them to do. Yeah, or what if it's some kind of animal that got like a, it's got its front paws like in a bear trap? Mm -hmm. And that was its way oh. of adapting. Is kind of like figuring out how, how to be on its hind legs. Oh, okay. Hmm. You know, 
I'm just, I'm coming up Man. with the, I'm trying to come up with the logical explanations for the illogical. That's what I'm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't but know. Yeah, this is uh this has always been a fascinating uh, bit of folklore, uh, especially around this time of year. I gotta I gotta really uh, bone up on my werewolf movies. I gotta, I gotta watch that one again. Uh, werewolf in London. What's some other? Uh, there's that original. What's it called? The Wolfman. Like back in the four, 30s or 40s. Yeah, there's the Wolfman. The there's um, the one with Jack Nicholson, which I did not see. Oh yeah, what's that? Just called the Wolf or Wolf or something like that. Yeah, I think I need to visit uh, revisit Monster Squad. I wonder if that holds up. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that one in years. It's where we will learn that Wolfman does in fact have nards. Hmm. Remember that part? I'm still. Uh, I'm sure this is a <clears throat> premise that's been done by some comic, but just the fact that they were able to sell Teen Wolf as just a family friendly romp. And, and like the the universe that they exist in in that movie, it's just like no one's really that. Like they're shocked at first when he transforms uh, in the middle of the basketball game, but then like the next day they're selling merch and the whole town's behind him. That is such a bizarre movie. But, well, you got. I mean, that's the 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 star power of Michael J. Fox in the eighties. I I wonder if Eric <laughs> Stoltz also started filming Teen Wolf when they fired him. From <laughs> yeah, he was what originally uh, Back to the Future. They started shooting Back to the Future with him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's what was the story there? Like, why did why just, did they, they switch? Liked, I think they just liked Michael J. Fox better. Mm. Poor Eric Stoltz. Doesn't have Parkinson's though. I always say that about himself. <laughs> might yeah, not, might not have that Back to the Future money. But he's not. I always uh, got. Uh, I always got all those uh, ginger actors from the 80s confused. Like Eric Stoltz, I would get confused with like David Carradine. And then there's uh, there's another one. Um, David Carradine. Is that who I'm thinking of? No, that's uh, no. God damn it. And there's there's two or three of these gingers from the 80s that I just never could. Yeah, there's a Carradine, not the not the old Carradine who who died recently auto-erotic asphyxiating himself. Uh, who's the redheaded guy? He's in Seinfeld. He was the ice cream guy. <laughs> I mean, I know he's had a, bu- a lot of bigger roles than that. Anyway, Eric Stoltz. I, I get him, and I got to do my research know. on these 80s gingers. Anyway, so yeah, man. Werewolves. I'm on board. Mm-hmm. I say thumbs up. <laughs> I think the real... <laughs> I think I think they're cool. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I'll give a, I'll give a confirmation that they're one of the cooler monsters out there mm-hmm. of your classic monsters. But I think I'm, I think I do. I think I will throw down on a monster squad. See yeah. how bad that. See how bad that one is. Who was in that? Anybody know? Was, was that Fred Savage? No, it was like one in that. It was a it was a Goonies type of a vibe. With the all the all the uh, all the creatures come back. Uh, I'm trying to look here. I'm seeing uh, no uh, no memorable names in this. Okay. In this film, but fright. You know what? I got watch Fright Night. Maybe 
Fright Night was a good one. You ever watch Trick or yeah. Treat? You ever see the one? Not there's two Trick or Treats, but the one where it was like Ozzy Osbourne comes back as a demon. There's a Skippy. Oh from no, Fam- Skippy from Family Ties. Oh no, Warships. I watched. I watched the more recent one the other night. The, that one's great. I think from 2015. I don't know Trick, about this one. Trick or Treat. Yeah. Is that the one I just said? Yeah. Yeah, the new one's oh. good. I don't know about that one. No, it's it's uh it's got heavy metal. It's got demons. It's got Ooh. Ozzy Osbourne and Gene Simmons. I'll read you. <clears throat> a bullied teenage boy is devastated after the death of his heavy metal idol, Sammy Kerr. But as Halloween night approaches, he discovers that he may be the only one who could stop Sammy from making a satanic comeback from beyond the grave. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Uh, wh- uh, ever tell you I actually got in an argument with Skippy from Family Ties? <laughs> no, you, you didn't tell me that. What happened? I there? never tell. Oh man, because at a stand-up show, he does stand-up, or he did. He w- this was like way I still was like working a day job, and he was he like took some. He was like back in the remember like the early aughts when everybody was like just put out just have a website and they were throwing all this money at comedy. It was like super deluxe. There was all these mm-hmm. kind of just websites making content. That was the big thing. And he had one and he had one of my clips on there but like he never asked me about it or anything and I, so I was like hey man, uh, you know you never asked so I'd like you to take <laughs> this clip off. I wasn't even, I think I emailed the website knowing mm-hmm. somehow that it was him involved with I was like, yeah, maybe take this down because you didn't ask my permission. And like, I'd like some credit or, or you know, pay me money. You know, yeah. it was a classic. I'm on my lunch break. I get a phone call and it's Mark Price. It's Skippy from Family Ties. And he was a putz. Really? He was, uh, yeah. He was just like, well, all right, man. Like, if, I mean, if you don't want just like uh, th- uh, thousands of people to view it, then that's fine. You don't have to have thousands of you, but you're going to get that like doing the the exposure is good for you, so let me use yeah. it for free type thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, man, you just you never asked, and you're not asking now. You're just being a jerk. And I still had to go back into him. I'm like, oh, man, I just wasted my lunch break arguing with Skippy from Family Times. <laughs> and it was and one I think, of the uh, more uh, I odd think... <laughs> happenings. <laughs> That's how he's still billed. His, like, I've seen his poster at comedy clubs, and it's, sca- quote, Quotation marks, Skippy from Family Ties. You know, the sitcom from 40 years ago. I wonder if he's... <clears throat> All right, I, I, mean, I figured he, out my ginger. I figured out my ginger uh, dilemma here. David Caruso is who I'm thinking of. David Caruso, James Spader, and Eric Stoltz. I, I get all three of those guys confused all the time. David Caruso, CSI David Miami. Caruso. Yeah. And James Spader's the guy I was thinking of, who I get uh, most confused with, Eric Stoltz. Yeah. Look at James Spader right now and tell me it's not John Lithgow. Oh, really? <laughs> they look like the same guy. They look like the exact same oh, guy. Oh, wow. Mm. Well, should we get we'll get down on some more uh, haunted movies from next week? I got to go get a spooky fried oyster sandwich. Yeah, man. Did we miss that Please part? Please do. Did we have to revisit that part? Oh, did we did we talk did about that? Did that get deleted or no? Oh, I that that may have gotten deleted. I don't know. There's no way to know. Shit. 
I'll what repeat it just in what case. What a mess this episode is. Fried Oyster Sorry. Po' Boy. That's in case I didn't talk about that on this second recording. Uh, most underrated sandwich on the planet. And pescatarian friendly. Please go get one. You're going to love it. We've got uh, Crab Shack is three blocks away and they deliver. So uh, it's a good thing I got this treadmill because got a real... Real battle going on here between my po' boy sandwiches and my general health. How's uh yeah? How's the how's the treadmill going? Crushing it, dude. I uh, I think today. I don't know why I keep track of days, but uh, today is literally day twenty-one, and I've missed one day. I've I've been on this thing twenty out of the last twenty-one days, and I uh, most days I do an hour. I'll do thirty minutes in the morning, thirty minutes at night. The other day I did an hour straight. And I'm not not jogging, by the way. I can't jog on this thing because it's just it's like an earthquake. Uh, I'm too big to jog right now. Uh, but uh, brisk walk, high incline. You're just walking on the thing. Hey, yeah, you like start, you're fast. Doing you're doing thing. Fast walk with a steep incline. That's uh, oh, dude. The incline will get you. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm burning calories, man. It's fantastic. I'm loving it. I'm I'm a nervous wreck today, by the way. Uh, why, what's wrong? Braves. Braves start the playoffs uh, or the the NLCS with the uh, the mighty Dodgers today, so that uh, that comes up uh, in a couple hours. So I've just been a nervous wreck all day. I'm worried about that, but uh, go Braves! I believe in you. Time to punch the bully in the mouth, Kyle. Go Dodgers Braves! Are big bullies, yeah. Is it? Go Braves. Oh, so you got there's no conflict of interest here. Not for me. I'm, I I've yet to. I've been out here eight years. I've yet to embrace any of the LA teams. Although, congrats Lakers! They won last night. Um, yeah, I just don't give a shit about the L.A. teams. I'm keeping it real. I'm from Georgia. I'm an Atlanta Braves fan. So uh, Braves-Dodgers kicks off tonight. Best of seven. Right. First team to win. First team to win four games moves on to the World Series. So very excited. Uh, real qu- Yeah. Real quick, a shout-out. Uh, Boogie Monster listener Shane Lance wanted to give a shout-out to his friend Britt Miller. Britt recently came out as a trans woman. Shane wanted to let Britt know that uh, her friends and family are proud of her for finally becoming who she's always wanted to be. So congrats, Britt. I know that's a big step. I don't know. I can assume that that's a big step. And uh, best of luck moving forward to uh, Britt Miller. Oh, yeah. So there you go. A little shout out there. Uh, anything to plug? Yeah. What do you got on, going on? Good on good on the journey, Britt. Yeah. Um, good luck. I'm not plugging shit, man. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start coming up with something to do here. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll be a, a Twitch streamer. Yeah. If people want to watch me uh, fail, fail at games. <laughs> can you twitch? Uh, can people watch you twitch uh, anything other than video games? Can can people watch me on the treadmill? Can I can I get a live stream yeah, going on that? Or is yeah. it just video games? No, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is how uh, all these uh, these these YouTubers are just. Uh, was 17 years old making seven figures jesus yeah it's i i think there's this you got to be willing to just truman show your whole life and i don't mm. have that i don't have this some no. people have some comics have it and i don't have it mm. I, just, I don't have it man yeah I, I feel you i don't either i don't understand it but maybe i'll start an only fans account where it's just me shirtless cooking chili i mean Dude, it'll be 
It will be a fetish for somebody. <laughs> Everything's a fetish for somebody. Everything's a fetish. It'll ah. be. It'll be for. You're gonna get. You're gonna get appreciation that you didn't want. Mm. I'll say that. <laughs> you're gonna get somebody like yeah, keep it coming, throwing money at you. Ah. There you go. Well, what do you say, man? I don't know. He doesn't even know. I oh, do have Halloween record. fever. You got it. I'm, I am excited about Halloween this year. I don't know why. I mean, I, I always like it, but uh, something about this year, I think because we got nothing else going on, that it's just like, yeah, let's lean into Halloween and watch as many movies as we can. Yeah, it's, think, uh, you have an excuse to stay home and watch scary stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going to lean into it. It's good for you. Yeah. I'm doing it. I gotta wait till Rachel goes to sleep. She doesn't watch scary movies, but she doesn't like scary movies. <clears throat> yeah, so I gotta watch them by myself. But I'm just smoking weed and getting freaked out. I didn't sleep at all last night because I did that same thing. I got high, scary movie, and then I knew the garage door was open to let the cat in. I kept hearing sounds. I'm like, oh god, there's raccoons in the walls. Like I was, I stayed up all night hearing every little sound. I couldn't deal. I'm like, all right, maybe we gotta readjust how we're gonna do this. Well, dude, your recent purchase, your recent acquisition should uh, set your mind at ease for all those spooky sounds. No, man, I don't know what I'm doing with that, with the gun. I'm not going to just go swinging that around, <laughs> shooting at sounds in the night. Well, I'm not saying shoot at it, but, you know, you're, you're prepared for anything that might arise. Well, it's locked up. It's the full Jim Jeffries bit. It's locked up on a shelf. There's no bullets. <laughs> I haven't even shot it yet. I haven't had an opportunity to go shoot it yet. I'm still weird. You know what's weird? It's how you can go, like, there's like to go to BLM land, not Black Lives Matter land, but Bureau of Land Management land. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to shoot out there. And having not grown up with that kind of aspect, I'm like, yep, just drive to the woods and shoot at the dirt. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I really feel like I'm gonna get <laughs> arrested if I like if I don't go to the right play. How do I know? But then you know because you like if you drive out by Palm Springs and take a wrong turn, you just see a bunch of people shooting at a TV off the side of the road. Yeah, like oh, I guess it's okay. Everybody's just dragging their trash out here and blowing blowing it away with shotguns. <laughs> so we'll talk uh, more right, about buddy. that when I finally get to shoot a little bit. Cool. All right, buddy. Good catching up. Watch out for werewolves. Always watch out for werewolves. I've I have a legit fear. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. All right, buddy. Happy Halloween. We'll talk to you next week. Happy Halloween. The Boogie Monster.
Network.